0: Hi, and welcome to 20-Minute Christian Counselor. My name is Rob Oram. I served as a pastor for almost 25 years, and now I have my own counseling practice. If you'd like to learn more about me, or schedule a counseling appointment, or book a speaking engagement, visit my website at roboram.com. That's R-O-B-B, two B's, O-R-A-M dot In this podcast, I provide biblical counsel practical matters of life. So if you're facing some challenges right now, either personally or in a relationship, and you're looking for some helpful wisdom, keep listening for the next 20 minutes or so. You'll be glad you did. Hi, welcome back ask you a question. Do you ever walk away from a conversation just feeling embarrassed or frustrated or ashamed by what you said or how you acted? Have you ever found yourself wondering why do I act the way I do? (laughs) I know I do. One of the big reasons we act the way we do is because our past is still affecting us so it begs the question how can i tell if my past is still affecting me and the second question if it is what can i do to get over it and that's exactly what i'm going to talk about today and let me just start off with a word of encouragement we all have a past I know you might feel your past is worse than somebody else's, but at the end of the day, we've all had experiences, we've made choices and mistakes and decisions and been in relationships that we regret, that we're ashamed of, that we wish had never happened, and I believe that we're struggling to let go of. So, how can you tell if your past is still affecting you? Well, let me throw out a few questions for you to just answer in your own heart right now that might answer that question. Do you have thoughts or memories that just pop up unexpectedly of things that you've experienced or said or done? Do you unexplainably experience certain feelings? like sudden anger or sadness or shame or guilt? Do you sometimes have unwanted images come into your mind from your past or do you sometimes experience uncomfortable, inappropriate desires? Do you live life like always waiting for the next shoe to drop, like the next bad thing to happen? Are you caught up right now in some kind of addiction to alcohol or drugs or sex or pornography or food or gambling or spending? Are you living in fear? Are you afraid of being hurt by people and that keeps you from from getting too close to people? Or do you have a really hard time making decisions? You feel so insecure and such anxiety that you... You struggle making choices in your life. Well, listen, if you're experiencing any of these things, there's a really good chance that you haven't let go of your past and that it is still affecting you today. And for some of you listening right now, maybe your symptoms are even more extreme. Maybe you're struggling with flashbacks or nightmares or really disturbing intrusive thoughts and images or intense emotional triggers that just set you off. Or maybe you just feel completely numb and dead emotionally. These are more extreme symptoms. And if you're experiencing these, there's a really good chance. You've had some type of traumatic experience. Maybe you've had some kind of abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse. Sometimes you can have these these symptoms after you've gone through a devastating loss. But my point is if you're experiencing some of these really extreme symptoms, you need to to go see a professional. This needs to be dealt with professionally by someone who's trained and has experience like a biblical counselor or therapist. And I want to really encourage you to do that. I understand that That idea may be terrifying for you, but let me just tell you, I have seen God do some amazing healing in some of the lives of some of my clients who've been through really traumatic experiences, but who were brave enough just to take the first step and start the process. And I know if God can do great things for them, he can do it for you too, if you'll let him. So why is it important for me to work through my past? why is this such a big deal? Well, it's because unresolved past issues can affect you in three critical areas of your life, three relationships. Number one, they affect you in your relationship with yourself. If you have unresolved stuff from your past, it can really affect your self-esteem, your self-image, your sense of self-worth. For example, carrying around a whole bunch of unresolved shame from your past can cause you to feel dirty and unlovable and unworthy. And it can keep you from being honest and vulnerable with people and cause you to think automatically that everything's always your fault. That's an example of how your unresolved past can impact your relationship with yourself. Let me. Secondly, your unresolved past can really affect your relationship with other people. It can get in the way of you trusting them and feeling close to them, and it can alter your expectations of them. Let me give you a couple examples of this. If you're carrying around a lot of unresolved anger from your past, this can cause you to Act with hostility towards people. You might not even be aware of it, but other people can pick up on this hostility and this anger, and it can make other people feel uncomfortable or even unsafe with you and not want to get involved with you, but avoid you. Another example, if you're carrying around a lot of unresolved hurt or pain from your past, well, that can cause you to to mistrust people and to fear getting close to people. And that in turn will keep you isolated and lonely. And the third relationship that gets damaged from unresolved stuff from our past is our relationship with God. Unresolved issues can keep us distant from God and make it feel like he's Unavailable or cause us to question his character, his trustworthiness, his goodness. Let me give you a couple examples. If you're still carrying around a lot of guilt from your past, that could easily be causing you to feel unforgivable, even evil, and make you feel distant or keep you away from God. Another example, if you're carrying around unconfessed sin from your past, things you have done that you know are wrong, but you've never really confessed them and repented of them before God, that's going to keep you from being honest and real and transparent with God. And it's going to be a huge barrier in your relationship with him. Denying the fact that your past is still affecting you is keeping you a prisoner and a victim to it. But accepting the fact that your past is still affecting you is the first step towards being set free from it. So let's get to it. What practical steps can I take to be set free? From my past. And I want to start off and and mention Einstein. You know Einstein's definition of insanity? Doing the same thing, expecting different results. In other words, if you keep doing what you've been doing, things are not going to change. You're going to have to make some different choices. It's kind of like what Jesus did when he asked the man who had been an invalid for 38 years Jesus asked the guy, Do you want to be made well? In other words, are you willing to do what you need to do for change to happen in your life? And that's a relevant question for you today. Do you want to be set free from your past? Or are you holding on to it for some reason? Maybe you don't want to change because change is hard. Maybe maybe you're afraid of really... Looking at your past because it's so overwhelming and you just don't think you're going to be able to handle it. Maybe you're just comfortable in your misery and being the victim of your past. You need to really search your heart and address this issue, but ask God to help you, okay? Lord, search my heart and know me. And show me if I have unhelpful, unhealthy things going on. And help me to take the next step to do what I need to do. And I'll say this as with almost everything in life, freedom from your past is a process. And here's the key. If there's one thing you hear from today's episode, you need to hear this. The key to being set free from your past is to see it. The way God sees it. To learn, understand, believe, and implement His truth about your past. In other words, to choose to view your past from God's perspective, not yours or anybody else's for that matter. The key is to see your past as God sees it. How do you do that? Okay, here's some practical steps. Step number one. Start talking to God about it. In other words, pray. I've mentioned this psalm in other episodes. Psalm 62 in verse 8. I love this. David wrote, Trust in the Lord at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. So talk to God about your past. Ask him to show you how it's still affecting you. Ask him to heal you and to help you move on from it. And if there are things you're still feeling guilty about, confess them to him. He promises he will give you his forgiveness, and he promises to cleanse you. And just a note about forgiveness and cleansing. God's forgiveness and cleansing is immediate once we confess to him and repent. But the reality is sometimes in our humanity, our receiving and applying and experiencing his forgiveness and his cleansing can be a process. So his forgiveness happens right away. Your acceptance of her forgiveness, his forgiveness might be a process. And you know what? If you have people you need to forgive, ask God to help you do that too. So the first step, And being free from your past is just to start talking to God about it. Step number two is the Bible or scripture or the word of God. You need to fill your heart and your mind with his truth. The Bible says we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. In other words, our minds are renewed as we fill them with God's truth, his word, the Bible. This is how we start to see our past from his perspective once we learn what his perspective is. So I want to share with you just a few specific verses or truths that you need to read, you need to think about, maybe you need to even memorize that will help you in this process. This first one is 1 John 1, nine. I just was referring to it. If we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In other words, confess your sin to God, repent of it, which means I don't want to do this anymore, I don't want to be like this anymore, and then know and believe that He forgives you and He cleanses you. Second verse, wonderful truth. Second Corinthians five seventeen, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. In other words, if you've put your faith in Jesus Christ, you are a new person. Your old life has passed away. It's dead. And you are a new person with a new life. I love this next verse from the Apostle Paul. It's from Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 to 14. Paul writes, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. In other words, Paul says, here's what I do. I forget what the past is. I just forget it. I don't think about it anymore. And instead, I reach forward to the things that are ahead. And he talks about the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I look forward to the promises, the truths that are to come from God because of Jesus. I'll share one more. This is Romans 8, chapter 1. Paul, again, he writes, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So often we are condemning ourselves, beating ourselves up because of the past. And Paul's saying, hey, if you're in Christ, if you put your faith in him and surrendered your life to him, if Jesus is the Lord of your life, there's no condemnation. God doesn't condemn you anymore. Don't condemn yourself. By the way, I'll include these verses in the show notes for this episode. And Paul encourages us to meditate on these things, think about them, dwell on them. Like I said earlier, maybe memorize them. So that's the second thing. The third step is journaling. Write it out, let your feelings and thoughts out through writing. This gives you the freedom to really let out your deepest, most honest thoughts and feelings. And and it can be very cathartic to you, just getting it out and relieve the pressure of some of what's going on inside of you. And listen, nobody else ever has to read what you've written. This is just between you and God. But journaling can be a huge way to let go of and be freed from your past. A fourth step is just to do some research about what you're experiencing. There are all kinds of resources available, whatever you're wrestling with books, articles on the internet, YouTube videos, podcasts. There's a lot of people out there that have experienced what you're experiencing and have shared about it. So you can get educated about what's going on. You can realize you're not alone and you can learn from other people who are maybe farther down the road in their journey than you are. Just be sure that the source from where you're getting your counsel and your wisdom is is. Christ-centered. The person is a Christian, okay? The fifth step is sharing. Listen, it will be more helpful than you can imagine if you share what's going on, what you're going through with someone you trust, whether it's a friend, a pastor, a support group. Just talking about it makes a huge difference keeping things in almost always hurts. Letting things out to save people almost always helps. And the sixth practical step is counseling. As I mentioned earlier, sometimes the past is so traumatic that you need to talk to someone who's trained, who has experience helping other people work through things like this. But again, make sure The person you're going to is a Christ follower, knows the Lord. This is what I do. I have a counseling practice, and I see, as I mentioned, God do some amazing things through the counseling process just as people start to let out what's been trapped inside of them. So, a quick summary of the practical steps you can take. How can I be set free from my past? Number one, start talking to God about it. Number two, fill your mind with his word, with his truth, with the Bible. Number three, write about it. Let it out through writing about it in a journal. Number four, learn more about what you're experiencing. Do some research and get educated about what's going on with you. Number five, share what's going on with somebody you can trust. And number six, if needed, get some professional counseling. You don't have to be defined by your past. You don't have to continue to let your past impact your present. Forgiveness is possible. Healing is possible. Growth is possible. Change is possible. Freedom is possible through Jesus. So start today to implement these strategies I've laid out for you and give God a chance to do more than you could have ever asked or imagined. Thanks for listening today. If you found this to be helpful to you, I want to ask you to do three things that would really be helpful to me. First, click on the subscribe or follow button so you can find out right away when I publish new episodes. Second, take a moment and write a review. This will help other people find this podcast. And third, share this podcast on your social media so your friends can be helped as well. Finally, if you'd like to contact me, To learn more about my counseling practice, uh, schedule an appointment, or arrange for me to come speak at an event, uh, reach out to me at my website at roboram.com. That's R-O-B-B-2-B-S-O-R-A-M.com. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus.